0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. You can now support Ghost Maps on Patreon and buy our official merchandise on Redbubble. Simply look for We Are Huntu or click the links in the description. Ghost Maps, entry 49, Hillview Avenue, Singapore. I often find that my interviewees' encounters have quite an effect on their lives. Sometimes it's a small thing, like a habit they've picked up. Sometimes it has a profound impact on their personal relationships. However, I don't often find someone whose entire profession revolves around their experience with the supernatural. Jimmy is one such person. He's worked as an interior designer for the last five years, and the inspiration for his career choice might surprise a few people. I tell everyone that a feng shui master saved my life, he says with a chuckle, as we order our drinks at this Bukit Batok coffee shop. It's a bit hyperbolic, I know, but that's essentially what happened. Jimmy says that he never entertained the idea of even trying to become a feng shui master himself. But his experience showed him there's power in the flow of a space. I think it's safe to say that what I do certainly is in life-saving, he says with a smile and a shrug. But it makes lives a little better. I hope. As our drinks arrive, I fish out my recorder, switch it on, and ask Jimmy to start from the beginning. It was the year 2005. Jimmy was 15 years old back then. And, like all 15-year-olds, he wanted to be in a band. He'd spent most of this particular Thursday at his classmate's place with a couple of other friends we were jamming he tells me with a laugh making air quotes around that last word he admits that they weren't a terribly good band and they knew as much even back then really it was more about just you know hanging out than it was about our dreams of rock stardom he says Jimmy was having so much fun that day that he didn't notice the time until it was nearly 2 a.m. His mother had been calling him and calling him, but he hadn't checked his phone all night. It was only when his mom had called his friend's home phone that Jimmy started to panic and pack up his guitar. It took him a while to get a cab, so he didn't arrive at his condo's car park till around 3 a.m. Frazzled, Jimmy was focused on the inevitable grounding he was going to have to deal with. So, focused, in fact, that he almost missed the noise coming from a parked red sports car nearby. At first, Jimmy thought it was a stray cat, meowing for attention. Soon, however, he realized that it sounded more like a crying child. Momentarily, forgetting the amount of trouble he was in, he inched towards the car to investigate. As he got closer, the cries seemed to die down, and Jimmy started to wonder if his mind was playing tricks on him. But then, through the car's windows... He saw it, a figure in white, darting across on the other side of the car. Jimmy fell backwards out of fright. Scrambling back to his feet, he made a dash for his condo. My mom had always told me that if I ever saw anything dirty, I needed to immediately head home and pray at her altar he tells me. Ironically enough, it was his mom that stopped him from doing so. As soon as he entered their apartment, she began chastising him for being late. He tried to explain to her what he'd seen, but she wasn't having any of it. Too infuriated with him to notice just how frightened he looked. By the time his mum was done, however, Jimmy felt like he just didn't have the energy to pray at the altar. He wonders now whether it was fatigue or something else that influenced his state of mind. At the time, I just figured that I had imagined the whole thing, he says. He'd soon find out just how wrong he was. It started out unremarkably enough with light scratches against his bedroom door. They were so soft, Jimmy says. I brushed them off as something that only sounded like scratches coming from another room or even from one of the other apartments. But the scratches, only grew louder as if that wasn't hard enough to ignore he started to hear his guitar's strings being plucked from within his cupboard but most terrifying of all those cries that he had heard in the car park cries like a wailing child started to haunt him Again, he knew that none of the neighbours on his floor had kids, and there was no way he could hear cries that clearly from any other floor, certainly not while his windows were shut. It wouldn't be a constant barrage, Jimmy explains. Sometimes I could go an entire month with nothing happening. Sometimes it'd be one thing after another. weeks on end it wasn't enough to completely unnerve him just enough to keep him on edge i had trouble sleeping sometimes but i couldn't completely believe what was happening to me he says i think that was what it wanted for me to question my own senses This carried on for a whole year and a half, culminating on a night when he was alone at home. Jimmy was watching television, flipping aimlessly through cable channels. His mom was at her friend's place, and his dad was out of the country for business. In the time since that initial encounter, Jimmy had learned to live with all the strange noises it wasn't so much that I'd become less on edge he tells me it's more like being on edge was almost normal for me at the point when he finally switched the television off and the screen went black for the first time since that fateful night he thought No, he knew he saw it again. The figure in white, dashing just behind him and right into his bedroom. This time, he got a clearer look at it, almost as if it wanted him to see it for what it was. Long, black hair Mostly shrouded its face. But he still managed to catch a quick glance at its features. He saw its sickly green skin. He saw its cold, dead eyes. And he saw its sharp, jagged teeth framed in a malicious grin. Jimmy dashed out of his home and waited downstairs in the lobby for his mother to return. He wasn't sure what to tell her, or even if he should say anything at all. For all her talk about praying at the altar, I don't think even she would have understood, he tells me. However, Jimmy knew that his dad had invited a feng shui master to come over In a couple of days. His father's business had not been doing well for some time. Interestingly enough, for the last year and a half, actually, Jimmy's dad had hoped that the master could help improve his luck. And when the master was done giving his father advice, Jimmy hoped that he would help him too. So, For the next few days, Jimmy either stayed over at a friend's place or crashed on the couch in the living room. Anything to spend as little time as possible in his bedroom. On the day itself, the feng shui master, a man in his late 50s, smiled politely as he walked around the apartment. He would tell Jimmy's father to move this chair to another part of their home or shift that table's alignment. He'd say how doing that would bring greater luck in business and doing this would improve personal relationships. Everything seemed fairly ordinary until the older man passed by Jimmy's bedroom. The master stood just outside of it, staring intently in his polite expression replaced by a grave look. When he finally turned back to speak to Jimmy's father, his tone was level, but his countenance remained grim. He advised Jimmy's father to rearrange some of the furniture in the bedroom and added that he should place a religious ornament above the air conditioner. Your son's ying energy is higher than most and that could attract unwanted attention. Even with an altar in the house was all the master said to explain his advice. The older man never spoke to Jimmy the whole time he was there only to his parents. But before he left The master gave Jimmy an almost imperceptible yet reassuring nod. His parents didn't seem to notice, but Jimmy certainly did. The strange noises stopped after my dad made all the proper arrangements, Jimmy tells me. Not only that, but I started to feel lighter than ever. It was like the room's new alignment encouraged me to be a better version of myself. Jimmy kept jamming with friends, but he also figured out how best to balance that with his studies. And that, of course, eventually helped him to start and succeed in his career as an interior designer. I Ask him what he thinks really turned things around for him. Whether it was the luck brought about by that new alignment, or just the more conducive workspace. He thinks about this for a second, then smiles. At the end of the day, does it really make a difference? He asks. No, I tell him. No, I suppose it doesn't. If you want to discover more of Southeast Asia's other side, subscribe now and follow us on social media at WeAreHuntu. You can also buy official merchandise on Redbubble and be one of our supporters on Patreon. Ghost Maps is recorded on Audio-Technica Mics.